Hello everybody, Editing Sarah here. So first off, before we get started um, with this episode, I just wanted to say I'm really sorry because the first little bit of this podcast, you are going to hear my dryer going in the background and there's a belt in the dryer. So not only are you hearing the loud noise of the dryer, but you're hearing a belt in addition to that inside of there. So um, it is kind of annoying. I was able to um, muffle the noise down a bit, but, um, it was still really loud. Um, believe it or not, though, it is a lot better than what it originally was before I edited the background noise. Um, but anyway, so, but if you can just get through that first little bit, um, it's not the whole video. In fact, like, 85, 90% of the video does not have that in the background. So just get through that first little bit, please, and listen to it and just try to focus on what is being said because Anna especially has some really good things to say in this first little bit. So please try to just focus on what God is saying um, through the background noise. So yeah, I'm really sorry, but um, stay tuned through that because the rest is also really good without the loud background noise. So I'm really sorry. Just wanted to warn you guys. Hey guys. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um, so, Anna and I wanted to do a series on love. Love? Love. <laughs> um, based off, uh, well, kind of. Well, I mean, no, not kind of. It is a series based off love. But it's what 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7 says um, as to what love is. And um, so... We're going to break this down and do, like, a topical discussion, I guess is what mm-hmm. you would call them. So, basically, I'm just going to read this passage first in 1 Corinthians, and then I'll finish what I was going to say. But 1 Corinthians 13, 4-7 says, Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with truth. Love excuse me, sorry, love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Um, that is the ESV, so English Standard Version. So we both, I think both of us read or study based mm-hmm. off of that version. So I think we'll just go off of that version. But if you do your own study in your own time and you like the wording that's like in the King James Version or whatever version, um, anyway, that's your own preference. But we personally trust and like ESV, so we're going to go off of that. So basically what we were going to do or what we were talking about doing is breaking down um, this passage and doing a topical study on each one. So like today we're going to do love is patient. Um, Next time we'll do kind. um, And then the time after that will be envy and boast or we might break them apart. Some of them we might put together and some of them we might break up. Um, so stay didn't... tuned to see which ones we put together and which ones we break up. <laughs> yeah, it's real exciting stuff here. <laughs> you won't know week to week. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so that's kind of what we're going to do. And I don't know if we'll do it the same way every time, probably, though. Um, but this week what we did was look up verses um, about patience. And we kind of may are making our own observations based off of what God says in that verse yeah. or in that passage if we have multiple verses in it. And then we're going to just discuss it based off of our lives and our experience that God has given us. Yeah. So it's exciting stuff. It's exciting stuff. So if you guys um, 
listen to this and you have your own experiences with patients that you can relate to us or different things or different observations or different verses, you're welcome to reach us, reach out to us on our Instagram page or um, our Facebook, our Facebook page is actually going now because I have officially started doing that again. So, um, or you can con- go to our contact page on our website. Um, okay. Anna, do you want to start us off? Yeah, so I really think when reading through this passage, the main thing that stick, that stuck out to me, first of all, okay, before we even start talking about patience specifically, um, is that the Bible says that God is love. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. really, when like taking all these things like love is patient, love is kind, love does not envy or boast, God is patient, God is kind, God does not envy or boast. He's our yeah. like ultimate example to look for and look to in this instance. And so I just think that's important to note. Um, yeah, so whenever we, like, God transforms us and we start being more patient, more mm-hmm. kind, not envying others, not being boastful and all these things, we're literally looking like God. Like, yeah, you know, and not, not in a blasphemous way, but, like, that's what he's transforming us into mm-hmm. is perfect beings. And even though, you know, we fail because of us, it's not because of God, but his transforming is ultimately the goal. You yeah. know, if it worked out perfectly and we never sinned again and he just transforms us and it go- went smoothly, you know, that's the ideal <laughs> situation then we would be conformed into transformed into people who looked like Christ. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And we would be more patient. Yeah. Um I just looked up the basic definition of patience as well and it's the ability it's like literally what pops up like through Google when you Google it. Yeah, but it's like dictionary.com or yeah, whatever. The ability to accept delay, suffering or annoyance without complaining or becoming angry. And I feel like, obviously, like, Jesus is the ultimate example of that, right? Like, Mm -hmm. he accepted delay. He went through so much suffering, like, Mm -hmm. not only in his earthly ministry, but also, like, on the cross, obviously. Right. Um, And he, like, never once opened his mouth Mm -hmm. or, or, like, complained or anything. Yeah. And, like, when he did, it was, it still showed patience and peace. Yes. And, yeah. It's crazy. I don't know. I just, like... When thinking about that, I think it can be very intimidating, right? Because you're like, how am I ever going to live up to that? Because I get, like, I don't know about y'all, but I get ticked off over little things all the time. I'm not a very patient person, even though I like to think I am. Mm -hmm. And so, I don't know. I think you are in some cases. Yeah, I, I mean, I work with three-year-olds, so... Yeah, you you get... Your patience gets tested every day. <laughs> it's so... And, and Sarah here has an a one almost one-year-old old son, yeah. so... And he definitely tests my <laughs> patience every day, so... He's a one-year-old going on three or four, sometimes, the way he acts. Okay, what was your first passage that you had? So, my first passage... I love the book of James, and so... I just really looked up passages on patience to kind of help me. Um, but the first one, like, one of, one of the first ones that popped up was from James. Like, that's probably one of my favorite books in the Bible, mm-hmm. so I was very excited. But it's James 5, 7 through 12, which is kind of long, but I'll read fast. Um, so, be patient, therefore, brothers, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, being patient about it until it receives the early and the late rains. You also be patient. Establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is at hand. Do not grumble against one another, brothers, so that you may not be judged. Behold, the judge is standing at the door. As an example of suffering and patience, brothers, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. Behold, we consider those blessed who remain steadfast. You have heard of the steadfastness of Job, and you have seen the purpose of the Lord, how the Lord is compassionate and merciful. But above all, my brothers, do not swear either by heaven or by earth or by any other oath, but let your yes be yes and your no be no, so that you may not fall under condemnation. And I really like this passage because um, I like the word steadfast. 
And I feel like steadfast and patient go hand in hand. And like when thinking about the steadfast love of the Lord and then like the steadfastness of like men and women who have like, we have those examples in the Bible, like it mentions specifically Job. Like think about other women and men who are steadfast, like Mm -hmm. um, David who had to wait so long to become king or like Hannah who waited so long for a baby or Sarah too, like, and Abraham too. Like, I don't know, just we need, like it's encouraging us, like as the farmer waits for his fruit to grow, like, we have to wait for ours to go, because it doesn't just happen overnight. And so, I don't know. We just need to make sure our hearts are established, because Jesus is coming back soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and that he, like, the judge is standing at the door, so we need to follow his example and follow the example of those who've come before us. But you can't do that without seeking the Holy Spirit and a relationship with him and an intimacy with him. Um, so, like, you can't have steadfastness your heart your heart won't be steadfast apart from god um so just like let your yes be yes your no be no so like if you're going to commit to the lord commit to him fully mm-hmm. i don't know it's just really good no it's good it's yeah <laughs> you have to commit to him fully yeah you like you can't just be half and that it's not just like i mean obviously salvation is a one-time thing right but like there's a reason the bible says to like to lay down your cross daily mm-hmm. it's not easy yeah it's like you know oftentimes, you are secure in christ but yeah. then you still have work to do in your obedience to god and it's a daily thing yeah yeah but then also like looking at how patient christ is with us how steadfast his love is for us mm-hmm. like how can we help but return that to him you know what i mean mm-hmm. like turn that back on him I don't know. Um, uh, we've been reading Romans at our college ministry this semester. Um, and we just read in my, like, we have a journal, so journaling group, like, Bible study group, and we just went through Romans too, where it talks about, like, God's kindness is meant to lead us to repentance. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it's like God's patience, God's love, like, leads us mm-hmm. to repentance. So, like, when measuring yourself up to His great and mighty and steadfast and patient love for you, how can you not, in return, establish your heart and like plant your life on him mm-hmm. right and therefore he'll make you more patient yeah okay okay um so before i say my first one i'm sorry if the background was really loud i forgot to turn the dryer off and- go sarah <laughs> my first one um actually my first two kind of go together well kind of eh, kind of okay so my first one is proverbs 15 18 and my second one is proverbs 16 32 um, so Proverbs fifteen eighteen says, um, a hot-tempered man stirs up strife, but he who is slow to anger quiets contention. Um, and then my next one for Proverbs sixteen thirty two says, whoever is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he who rules his spirit than he who takes a city. So basically my points on this would be, or the things I thought of when I read these, I should say, um, like patience brings peace. So a hot-tempered man stirs up strife, but he who is slow to anger, which is what slow to anger in this case would be patience um quiets contention so in order to bring peace we have to be patient and peace is what god brings to the table like Mm -hmm. literally i mean that's what salvation in is he's bringing peace in the storm of sin like sin is the storm it's chaos it's and it's bad chaos it's like i mean it's sin you know it leads to death and you have to defeat death with peace which is life so salvation and christ Mm -hmm. and so um but in order to have peace a big big thing that you have to have in order to bring peace is patience you have to be slow to anger you have to be you have to think through things you have to 
wait on God for his timing. You have to wait on people to, like, whenever there's two people in a situation and you have to be patient because they may not see the big picture, but God hasn't revealed it to them. Or maybe they're going through sin and they can't see what God is showing them yet. Yeah. You just have to be patient. That's a big one. Yeah. And, and, and in order to bring peace to the table, like God wants us to, because that's, that's our goal, is we're bringing peace to the world in our own uni- unique way that God has given us to bring peace to the world. Right. And you have to do that through patience. Patience is one of the biggest things that you have to have in order to do that. So um, so in these verses, a hot-tempered man st- st- uh, stirs up strife, but he who is slow to anger quiets contention. So we are quieting the, the contention, the discourse, all of the things um, with our patience because we're you know, not quick to anger. We're slow to anger. We're being patient. Uh, whoever is slow to anger is better than the mighty. Um, patience is way better <laughs> than like being puffed up and prideful and mm-hmm. mighty, so to speak, like this is saying in ESV. Yeah. Um, cause every time I've like been quick to anger and kind of puffed up and prideful, <clears throat> the whole situation just gets out of hand. It does. Like way, way out of hand. Yeah. I actually went through this recently and I was on the wrong end of it. So, there was like a situation, and I'm not going to say like who and everything because I don't need to, but basically there was a situation going on and I, um, instead of just waiting for the Holy Spirit to tell me if I needed to say something, I just texted these people and I said something um, and it blew way up. Hmm. Like it would not have blown up if I had not said something. And I don't do that very often and I think I was just very overwhelmed because there was a lot going on that day, which is not an excuse. Like I still shouldn't have done it, but I'm just saying... Um, so I did, and it blew up, and then there was a lot that happened after that because I blew up, and um, I snapped at these people, and one of them came to me, and there was a lot of persecution going on toward me because of it, and um, I I will say that the persecution part had nothing to do with what I said to them, but they wouldn't have come to me if I had not have sent that text out, probably. It's okay. <laughs> that was... You're going to be like, what? what is that? Um... <laughs> Stuck your foot right next to me. Isn't she? I have to get enough to scratch it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> um. So basically, all I'm saying is patience leads to peace, and um, being impatient leads to discourse and contention and all of the things that God is not wanting. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's my main thing for those two. That's so good. It's so true. <laughs> but it's true because like patience always brings peace no matter what. It does. And like, why would you want to live in your overwhelm and your stress and your anger mm-hmm. when you could just turn it over to the Lord and mm-hmm. have peace? Mm-hmm. Um, so my next one actually talks about peace as well. Like the peace of pastoral understanding, um, but I'm going to start. It's Philippians 4, 4 through 9, um, which says, Rejoice in the Lord always again. I will say rejoice. Let your reason, re- let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The mm-hmm. Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So, and then it goes on to say, finally, brothers, whatsoever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there be any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. 
So, I mean, that's talking about a lot of things, but really the part where it talks about rejoicing in the Lord always, again, I will say rejoice. Um, don't be anxious about anything, but everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Um, you can't have peace if you, and you can't, like, you won't have patience if you're not, like, turning that over to the Lord, mm. right? You, you won't experience that peace that comes with patience if you're not turning to the Lord and asking for patience. Yeah. Um... I know that whenever I'm really angry or upset about something, sometimes it can feel actually really good to, like, wallow in that anger. Mm-hmm. Like, even though it, it does, but it doesn't. Do you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like, especially if you, like, feel like you're justified in your anger. Um, I, like, I just went through this last week. Um, there was a situation at work that just really got me angry, and it wasn't my fault. But I was kind of being, like... Um, picked on even though it wasn't my fault and like I felt very justified in my anger towards somebody and it felt good in the moment to like um kind of what like dwell in my anger Mm -hmm. and like rant about that person to some of my friends and all this but then I realized like no I need to pray for this person because Mm -hmm. this person's also they were a Christian as well and so I was like um well obviously like as my sister in Christ this person is not experiencing Christ's Mm -hmm. peace right now yeah and so I need to pray for patience with that person and peace for them because they're not, like, if they're acting this way toward me, then they're not. So I don't know. Just, like, the Lord really taught me to be patient with that person <laughs> this last week. In fact, or was it last week or two weeks ago? It was recent. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a good point. That's really hard to do. We just want to wallow in our anger, like you said. but Yeah. And so be patient yeah. and wait on the Lord, right? He's going to take care of it. Um and then the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So if your mind is focused on Christ, like, God's going to protect you and he's going to take care of you. If you're patient and you wait on him to act, like, he's going to take care of it. Like, mm-hmm. God has already done, like, a thousand things behind the scenes that you won't even get to see maybe till later. Um, like, you might only get to see a couple of them, but he's already working it out for your good and for his glory. And mm-hmm. so, like, just be patient. Wait on him. Don't. Don't be too quick to act. And then, like, in the meantime, focus on, like, all those things. Like, whatever is honorable, whatever is true, whatever is pure. Like, yeah. Um, while you're waiting, while you're being patient. All right. So, my next one is from Romans. Um, Rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, and be constant in prayer. Oh, my gosh. I had that one, too. Whoa. Romans 12, 12. Okay, so I guess we can both discuss what we were thinking. Yeah. Um, so what I was thinking in this um, is, okay, so I wrote, I typed this out on my phone here because I didn't know how to say it. So I don't know if it made sense because I didn't reread it. But I'm going to read what I said because I don't know if I'll be able to explain it well without reading it first. Patience and tribulations will make the rejoicing and hope all the sweeter. Mm-hmm. And then being constant in prayer will help you be patient in tribulation because you're seeking God first in the tribulation by constantly praying. Yeah. Does that make sense? So I have actually, I memorized this verse a while ago and I had it on my phone like as a screensaver and stuff. Um, And I never put the three, like put the three together. I kind of in my head categorize them as three different things, which because they are kind of, but they do go hand in hand Mm -hmm. because rejoicing in hope (laughs) you're fine don't rush okay so we're gonna keep talking but if you hear background noise it's my husband getting doing stuff um okay so i don't know where i left off but um basically i 
was categorizing these three things that it says in this verse as three different things, which they are, but they also do go hand in hand. Um, like I said, because patience and tribulation will make, the, like, if you just think about it, if you're patient through all your tribula- tribulation and then something happens that's really good and you see, like, the hope that you knew was there, like, you had hope in it, but then it's actually happening now, mm-hmm. like, what you knew was coming. Yeah. The fact that you were patient during the tribulation before this hope, this good thing that comes, um, whenever that good thing comes, you're going to rejoice in it even more because yeah. you're going to know, like, I suffered Trust through this and, and I hope. was patient and I, yeah. you know, went through whatever it was, persecution or just, just a hard year or whatever, you know, and... I, so whenever you're in the goodness of that hope that you had and you're at that end, well, your hope continues if you're in Christ. But you know what I mean? Like with a specific situation, say, you're going to rejoice in that even more. And it's going to feel even sweeter because you were so patient. Yeah. And then the prayer is something that I struggle to do enough. Like I don't talk to oh, God yeah. enough. You and I have talked about this on the podcast and just together. Like I struggle to talk to God enough. And some people who might be listening to this or maybe no, I know people just in my life who like, they're so good at just constantly talking to God. They constantly talk to him. And yeah. I'm like, I'm, and I know like, that's a fault of mine. It's nothing <sighs> to do. Yeah. It's not even like, oh, that's just who I am. I struggle to talk with God. No, that's not a thing. <laughs> like if you struggle with it, you need to work on it. You need to talk to God more. But, um, but in, you know, in this verse, what I was thinking, at least, like I said earlier, you know, um, being constant in prayer will help you be patient in tribulation because I can't be patient if I'm patient very well if I'm not talking with God. Nope. If I'm not hanging out with God daily, like if I'm not, you know, seeking him first, because that's what it is. Whenever you're whenever you're seeking God first in tribulation, that means that you're talking to him regularly. Yeah. You're opening his word and letting him speak to you through that and speak to you through other things going on. And you are just constantly praying. And that's how you can constantly be patient is by constantly seeking God. Mm-hmm. So that prayer helps you a lot. That was mine. Praying without ceasing. Yeah. No, um, I did that too, except I, um, the verses right before this talk about, like, give a lot of commands. Like, let love be, it starts in verse 9. That's where, like, that's where I drew from. So Romans 12, 9 through 12. Um, love, let love be genuine. Abhor what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not be slothful in zeal. Be fervent in spirit. Serve the Lord. And then rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. And I think what my biggest observation from like all of these passages like that I found have been is that in your patience, like God doesn't want you to just sit idly by mm. and be like, okay, God, I'm waiting for you to act. Yeah. Like I'm waiting for you to take care of me. He will. He does have a plan, but also in the meantime, like don't waste your, like when you're, especially like when you're waiting for something, right? Like if you're waiting, say for marriage or you're waiting for a child or you're waiting for a job opportunity, you're waiting for whatever it is, like don't waste that time just sitting idly by and being, okay, God, like whatever, whenever you're ready Mm -hmm. or whatever, like go out and serve him, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's... That's what he wants you to do. Like if well, that's also in those things that you're doing for him, he also transforms you through those things. Yeah. And you grow spiritually through obeying him yeah. and doing those things. So that's how you will become more patient as well. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. So in the meantime, like while you're being patient, like love one another with brotherly affection, outdo one another in showing honor. Don't be slothful in zeal, be fervent in spirit. Like serve the Lord. Go out and serve the Lord while you're waiting. Mm-hmm. You know, don't just sit there. Yeah. And wait for him to act. I mean 
I don't know. I just think that's so interesting that, like, along with most of these passages, it talks, like, it gives commands mm-hmm. to go along with, like, while you're waiting, um, just faithfully keep serving the Lord in the meantime. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he will take care of the rest. So I have one more. My last one is um, Psalm 37, which is such a good passage, you guys. If you're, like, facing tribulation or if you're being persecuted or anything like that and you're just, like, going through really – like, Psalm 37 is, like, the passage I recommend to everyone, like, going through a really hard time. Because when I was in high school, I was getting bullied. And uh, a teacher of mine in Sarah's, like, recommended I read Psalm 37 and it got me through a really hard time. Um, I recommended that to you? No, our teacher – Miss Alicia did. Oh, the teacher of ours did. oh, I was like, when did I recommend no. that to you in high school? I don't think no. I would. Yeah. <laughs> no, a teacher of mine in Sarah's recommended it. So, um, it basically, it talks about like, well, it says, it starts off in verse one, fret not yourself because of evildoers, be not envious of wrongdoers, for they will soon be, they will soon fade like the grass and wither like the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and befriend faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord, trust in him, and he will act. And so, I don't know, I just, those first five verses, oh, and then, um, never mind, I'm going to keep going, I lied. Um, <laughs> uh, he will bring forth your righteousness as the light, and your justice as the noonday. Be still before the Lord, and wait patiently for him. Fret not yourself over the one who prospers in his way, over the man who carries out evil devices. Um, and then it goes on, um, let me see, down to verse... Sorry. Verse 23. Um, all the other stuff in between, that's good too. So I recommend you also read that. But I'm just <laughs> skipping for time's sake. So the steps of a, of, a, of a good man are established by the Lord when he delights in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be cast headlong for the Lord upholds his hand. Um, so really, when you're going through a hard time, like when you're facing persecution or trial or whatever, this is just really talking about like being patient on the Lord and waiting on him to act. Don't take matters into your own hands. Mm-hmm. Trust that God's going to take care of it. Mm-hmm. Like, all you have to do is be still before him, and he's going to take care of it. Um, and rest in him. Um, this is a psalm of David. So, you know, like, David was going through some tough stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't imagine how impatient he must have felt at times. Like, Lord, you promised me I was going to be king. Like, you had Samuel come to my house and, like, um, anoint me and all this stuff. Like, mm-hmm. when is it finally going to happen? Right. You know, and he's, I'm sure he's talking about Saul in this passage because oh, Saul was pursuing him, you know, and wanting yeah. to kill him. Um, but like, God's going to take care of it. Just trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and befriend faithfulness. I like that it says befriend faithfulness. Like, make faithfulness your friend. Um, commit your way to the Lord, trust in him, and he will act. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. I don't think he gets any more simple than that. Mm hmm. Like, you don't have to fret. You don't have to fear. You don't have to be anxious. God is going to take care of you every time, no matter what. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just is such a comforting promise. And, again, I recommend reading that whole passage because it's just, it's it's full of really good stuff. And so, also, a good way to be truly loving to someone, mm-hmm. right? Um, even people who are hurting you are persecuting you. Um, it's just to wait patiently on the Lord and trust in him to act because he also loves those people and he's going to take care of them. But if you like show them ugliness, if you retaliate, that's not showing them the love of Christ, you yeah. know? And yeah. like, who knows, like if they don't know the Lord or even if they do, like that might lead them obviously close or further away from him. So I don't know. Love is patient and it's important to trust in the Lord. Like that's how you can be 
loving towards God and towards others. Yeah. That's, I lost my thing. Oh, um, okay. So hold on. Let me read through these and pick those two. Okay. So I have two. Um, I might do this last one because it's short, but for sure these two. Okay. So my next one is, um, Galatians 6, 9, and it is, and let us not grow weary of doing good for in due season, we will reap if we do not give up. Hmm. So if you guys listen to our podcast where we talked about our experiences this past year or this year, um, at church camp, um, and what all God showed us through this year at church camp, um, one of the things that I, one of my things that I had was, um, um, so one of the things that God showed me is you'll reap what you sow, good and bad. Mm-hmm. And I think there was always this, like, underlying thing, thing that whenever people say you reap what you sow, you always think of the bad things. Because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, well, don't worry. You reap what you sow, or you'll reap what you sow, so that girl's going to get what she deserves, or whatever. And they always, you know, you always put this this thing, like, it's a negative feeling toward it. So, and I, you know, I never really thought about it until this past summer. Like, you reap what you sow with the good things, too. And, like, I know that, but mm-hmm. I never put the, that phrase to it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, um, I really like this verse because, you know, and let us not grow weary of doing good. So, we have to be patient and continue to obey God no matter how hard it is because um, he he's going to come back. And, you know, if we're going to just keep falling into our sin cycles and falling into these things and not being patient and waiting on the Lord, and we're not being obedient out of our love for him, and we just keep falling and being a stumbling block for others and ourselves, well, we reap what you sow. You reap what you sow in a bad way. Mm -hmm. But then also on the flip side, if you are patient and doing good for God, if you are being obedient to him out of love for him, and you are, you know, doing all of these things, um, staying faithful to him, you know, then you reap what you sow in a good way. Yeah. You know, we need to be patient because another verse actually I have down here is Second um, Peter 3.8, I think is the one I'm thinking of. Um, or no, it's this one. Matthew 24.42, therefore stay awake for you do not know on what day your Lord is coming. Stay awake is the patient part. So stay awake meaning stay alert, don't get distracted, keep fighting the good fight. You know, you're, you gotta keep um, I mean, quote unquote, being a good Christian in a way, in, in a way that I mean, like, how do I say that? Just being obedient to God, yeah. being faithful to God yeah. and, you know, being patient in that because it's harder than it should be, but it is hard at times to continue to obey God. Oh, 100%. Because we have all these distractions. Oh yeah. And know? I mean, especially when you're waiting, not only for like Jesus to come back in general or whatever, but like when you're waiting again for, for me. I think something that always comes back to, obviously, since I'm single, is, like, waiting for a husband, mm-hmm. right? And, like, I I could continue to fall back into, I don't know, I could spend this time being sad, or I could spend this time, um, I could waste this time that the mm-hmm. Lord has given me as a single woman, mm-hmm. or I could use it to be patient and wait on him, and then right. also serve him. Yeah. I don't know. No, yeah, that, exactly. But, yeah, so you reap what you sow, and um, it'll be due... What does it say? Let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap. So when the time comes, when the time is right, when God says this is the time, you will get these blessings, whatever it is, or, you know, you reap what you sow. So 
I guess a challenge in that for all of us would be, what are you sowing? Yeah. You know, are you sowing good things or bad things? Because you're going to reap what you sow. Yeah. No, that is so true. And like, if you're sowing bad things right now, like imagine down the road how much harder things are going to be for you than they, than they might've been. Yeah. And bad things don't have to be big, bad things, like quote unquote, big, bad things, but they could be like unhealthy thought processes that you're pushing on your family or, you know, um, I don't know. That was, that was just the first one I thought of for some reason. But, I mean, there's a lot of things. It could be big things or little things. It could be things that are noticeable to everyone or things that are only noticeable to the people that are directly around you. Yeah. You know? Which is why it is. It's so intention- It's so important to be intentional um, in your times of waiting and in your times, like, when you're having to be patient because you're being, like, put through trials or mm-hmm. persecution. Yeah. Like, it's so important to be intentional to always go back and, like, turn back to the Lord and be like, okay... Like, I need your help here. Because mm-hmm. on our own, we just suck. Yeah, <laughs> you know? we do. Yeah. So that was that one. Um, I kind of rambled there for a second because I didn't know how to word it. But you got the gist. <laughs> um, and then my last one is... Oh, yes. Okay, so Second uh, Peter 3, 9 says, The Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise, as some count slowness, but is patient towards you, hmm. not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. You actually talked about this. Yeah, I did. yeah, yeah. talked about this. Um, so I really didn't dwell on exactly what it was saying, like word for word. But something that God just kind of, just an overall observation that He pointed out to me was, this is talking about God's patient toward us. It's not something that He's like, you as a Christian need to be like. He's not commanding me, Sarah, to be patient in this situation necessarily. But He, this is a verse that is showing God's patience toward us. Mm-hmm. And so, since we are to be transformed into people that look like Christ, right, little Jesus, we should, yeah, little Jesus, we should be, um, dis- we should be sh- displaying our patience like God is showing our patience or giving. How do I say what I'm trying to say? We should show patience like God shows patience to us. Yes, yes, yeah. That's what I was getting at. Thank you. My brain is not working today. I'm so sorry, guys. Might but anyway, <laughs> so God shows patience, patience toward us when we don't deserve it at all. Yeah. Um, and we, so who are we to not show patience toward others? You Honestly, know what I mean? Like, yeah. who are we to think that I need to be quick to anger with this person whenever they don't deserve it and I don't deserve it either? So yeah. I have no right to be like, well, I'm better than you, so I don't have to be patient no, with you. We're no, all, we're all equal. We all are terrible. Like, yeah. We all you need to put struggles. yourself... You need to humble yourself and, and, well, me too. This is not me preaching at you. It's preaching at all of us. You know, who are we to say that we don't need to be um, patient toward these people? God is showing you patience all the time. Mm-hmm. He's showing me patience. Um, One of the top synonyms when I looked at patience was forbearance. Mm. And, like, just thinking about the forbearance that Christ has shown us. And that, again, I mean, again, like, they're... Thinking when thinking about how wretched we are and how like little we truly deserve salvation and patience and love mm-hmm. from a holy God, I, I mean, yeah. How can you help but show that to others? How can you help? And then how can you help but show that to Christ in return? Yeah, you know, that's good. And when we're in a rush and we're trying to get ahead of the Lord, like I don't know, who are we? We're nothing without mm-hmm. Him, you know. And I'm just I'm thankful that. He gave us the choice to accept him and that he, like, there's a quote I really like. I, can't remember. I was about to look something up, too. To oh, that's read. funny. Yeah, but you go It's ahead. something like, 
Oh, my Amazon package is here. Thank I guess you. the one I'm thinking about is like, oh, shoot. <laughs> That's scary. She literally, that lady does that every time she delivers a package. She whams on your door one time. <laughs> Instead of, like, knocking like they're supposed to do or whatever, That's she scary. goes, boom, really hard. That's funny. It's anyway, anyway um, it's, it's basically, the idea is, is, like, God loves you enough to let you choose him. Or God loves you enough to give you a way out, but still choose him anyway. Or something mm, like that. I yeah. can't remember. What it, it, I don't even know what it's from. But, like, the concept is, like, I don't know where I was going with that. Just that God is so patient and kind and compassionate towards us. Yeah. And so, like, again, how can we help but be led to repentance? How can we help but be led to be loving and patient ourselves? Mm-hmm. When looking, like, obviously, we have the uh, the ultimate example in Christ. And, like, it's so easy, like... To seek him and to learn more about him. Like, we have the Bible. Mm-hmm. Like, literally God's written word to us. And so, I don't know. I just hate that I'm a big dum-dum sometimes who doesn't take advantage of that. And who wastes so much time. Yeah, And yeah. is not... And it, well, no, it is <laughs> not, is not like, sowing good things. Yeah. Right? And so then, like, I, I'm just... I'm wasting the... Or, I mean, I think it makes the... What I'm trying to say? Oh, I hate everything. I hate that I can't say words. I don't actually hate everything. We're struggling to actually formulate <gasps> words. You know what we didn't do for this podcast? We didn't pray. Yeah. Yeah. I prayed online over here, but yeah. we didn't pray together. That's what's wrong, guys. That's why you need to pray. Because then you're seeking God first. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I prayed for the both of us on the way over here. I want you to know You got that. us covered. Okay. But maybe we just said. <laughs> we do. We yeah. have Jesus. That's what we're saying. Period. Exclamation yeah. point. No question marks. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to read this real quick. Um, so this has nothing to do with patience, but I really feel led to say this. Okay. Because we were talking about how just now I said something about how we're not better than anyone. So we need to be patient toward them. We don't deserve it. They don't deserve it. We need to humble ourselves, you know, that kind of thing. So that's where I'm going from this. Okay. You ready for this? Yeah. I'm ready for this. It's something that you probably already know, but it was something that I read at my, uh, personal like Bible study time this morning. So I have this BibleRef.com app, and I use it as, like, a commentary sometimes. Um, And it's almost like another devotional type thing, just reading their opinion on it. But I don't do it every time. So I was reading um, Matthew 18, part of Matthew 18, and verse 4 says um, in the ESV, Whoever humbles himself like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. So I'm going to go to the commentary, and I'm just going to read a part of it. So it says, What does it mean to humble oneself like a child? Jesus is not saying that children are naturally wise, pure, innocent, and mature. We all know better than that. Children are humble in the sense that they recognize that they are not in control of their own lives. They are dependent on others to receive everything they need and want. They have no power not granted by the adults in their lives. They have no status in society as a whole. They are in reality humble no matter their attitude on any given day. The greatest in the kingdom, then, is the one who is most humble, most aware of his or or her lack of power, most dependent on God to provide all that is needed. So we were talking about humility because of that for mm-hmm. a second, and it really reminded me of this, and I really just felt like the Holy Spirit was saying, Sarah, you need to read this. So for whoever needs, needs to hear that, there you go. But I needed to hear that because, I mean, that's so true. I've never, like, I've thought about, like, childlike faith, all the things mm-hmm. with that. But the aspect of how humble a child is just because they have to be. Right. They have no choice. They don't have a choice. You know, most kids, in in an average situation, most kids do not have a choice. Like, my son, for instance, I mean, he's only one, so of course this really does apply to him. But even if my kid was a little older, 
like, you know, where it says right here, they're, he's dependent on me to receive everything they need and want. Mm-hmm. So, and also, he has no power not granted by me or my husband. He has no status in society as a whole, and he is in reality humble no matter his attitude on, on any given day. Um, let's see, the greatest in the kingdom. So, I mean, if you think about it, like, that's, like, even though I have control to a certain extent on my life now Mm -hmm. i should have i should still have the mentality that i don't and that i have to fully depend on god no matter what like i should be so humble that i have the attitude of my like my son does as a one-year-old toward god whenever it comes to humility well i mean i'm thinking not independence yeah because god could take it away anytime not that he will not that he's that kind of god right but i mean he has that power. There's so nothing are, apart from him. Right. Who yeah. are we to stand up against God and go against him? Yeah. Whenever he has that kind of power, first of all. It's not about being scared. But it's no, it's like, not. But it's, it's but, true, though. Yeah. yeah. But see, then, like, that's why, he, like, his kindness leads us to repentance, yes. right? Because, like, God and his kindness, um, again, when looking at all that he's done for you, why would you not want to submit to him and follow him and, sh- like, show him love and others love? Right. I don't know. I just, why wouldn't you want part of right. that? And then it says the greatest is the kingdom then. The greatest in the kingdom then is the one who is most humble. This part I like. Most aware of his or her lack of power. So that's Mm -hmm. what we're talking about. Like, who are you to stand up against God? He is the most powerful being. I mean. We literally are nothing without him. Yeah. So it would be like, I don't know. Like, it would be like my one-year-old kid trying to beat me up. Or trying to beat my husband up. And win and defeat us. Like that's not gonna happen. No, it's so, no. He can't even. Yeah. He can't even stand up on his own for a full five, ten seconds. Yeah, not even five seconds most of the time. Like, no, that's funny when yeah. thinking about it. Because like, <laughs> when I like have to get those kids down to sleep at nap time, right? I'm like, I'm like, there's this little boy who literally was telling me today. He's like, he's like, Miss Anna, I could run away from you. <laughs> I was like, I was, he's like, I could just zoom away from you. It's like, buddy. You can't. No, you can't. You like, can't. I would get you so fast. Yeah. It's funny. I don't know. Yeah. So, anyway, I know that had nothing to do with patience, but I really felt like my spirit was just saying, Sarah, you need to read no, that. It's so, it's so good. Yeah. Seriously. And I've, that's puts things in perspective. Yeah. So, well. It's good. All right. Well, I think that's all we got. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry that. I kind of rambled there. We are, Anna had a long day. She's tired. And I didn't necessarily have a long day, it but I am, Monday. I am really tired. <laughs> we had a long weekend. Yeah. Um, so I had an awful We both history. did. We yeah. both did birthday celebrations this weekend just for different people. Yeah. Yeah. It's my family went to Branson for my brother and grandma's birthday. And then her son had a birthday party. Yeah. My son's almost one. Two days. I know. My brother's birthday is today. He's he is 25. Yeah. And my grandma's was yesterday, and she's 83. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I whispered. She's probably not going to listen no, to No, she's not, but she's amazing. I love my grandma. Anyway, yeah. and I woke up with a, like, we didn't go to church yesterday because I had one of those migraines that I literally was, like, throwing up Ooh, almost. Well, I didn't sucks. quite throw up, but I definitely felt, like, Casey yeah. was so good. He had Mark out here. I didn't have to get out of bed, and it was, like, 11-something when I finally got out of bed because, yeah. and he brought me medicine, and, oh, it was hard. I haven't had one of those migraines in a long time. So, I'm just glad this weekend is over with. Yeah. <laughs> we had fun at the party, though. It was very relaxed, but very chill. I liked it. And Markham loved his cake. 
I, I saw the picture. He literally so ate cute. half of that cake, and the, someone, I don't know who it was, I can't remember, but somebody who was at the party was like, uh, are you going to let him eat the whole thing? And I was like, oh, crap, no. And so I like, took it away because he literally ate, like, almost half of that entire cake, and it was so full of dairy, too. But he didn't, he was fine later. He didn't have an upset stomach. Yeah, but he loved it. Anyway, I don't know why. I was going to say, aren't you so glad you know that? Yeah, I, I don't like know. I should leave this in. I should. I, we did, I didn't mean to do this. Anyway, so, okay. Well, uh, make sure y'all check out our stuff. We have a Facebook page, an Instagram page, um, our website. I haven't updated the website with our Facebook page yet, but I'm going to put it on there soon. Um, and we have um, a new page on our website for um, Bible study tools. Um, there's only two things on it right now. I'm going to be adding more in if Anna feels led to in the future, she might add some, but we I was going to say, and can I, feel, can I tell them that the blog might be coming soon, too? If you're going to do it, for sure, yeah. I'm going to do it for sure. Okay, so there's a blog coming. Woo! I just need to get on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so that will... I'm committed now, though. Yeah, you said it. I'm going to leave it in there. Um, it'll probably be happening soon, but not, like, within the next, like two or three like it'll probably be within a month to a month and a half yeah when we really get it going the blog but yeah so that'll be anna it's not my specialty not my thing but that's anna's thing she's good at those things so yeah and then we have our youtube channel starting up this week on friday well i guess the podcast is not coming out this week so at that whenever this podcast comes out there will be a YouTube video. By the time you guys are listening to this. Yes. That's weird to think about. They're not going to listen to this for another week. I know. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, y'all have a good week. Be patient. Be patient. Bring peace to the table. Now that we've put this podcast out there, we're going to struggle this week with this. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>